You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Your Tuesday episode of Locked On Browns. Your host, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you're following on Twitter at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you're following the show at Locked On Browns, all lowercase. Follow back account. DMs are open. Anything you want as far as questions, ideas for the show, or you just want to chat, go ahead. Uh, DMs are open on both accounts. Go ahead and step up into those DMs. Uh, we're going to get to your news of the day. Uh, obviously, some stuff affecting the NFL draft, uh, You know, general NFL news, your Cleveland Browns news. We'll get to uh, some talk here on the defensive tackles as we you know, hopefully progress closer and closer to the uh, August 14th uh, day of first practices. For the Browns in Berea this summer. Um, last uh, last portion of the show here, we're going to go into the final quarter of the 2020 regular season with the Browns actually making a couple of trips out here near yours truly, which I was really, really looking forward to. But sadly, now there will be um, nobody in attendance, including myself, as the Cleveland Browns will play two games at MetLife here. But we'll get to all that here in a bit. Um, in the news department, as far as the NFL draft, University of Minnesota wide receiver Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Ridiculously good player. Uh, Ultra-talented. Just gifted, special. uh, Runs his routes very well. Um, He has chosen not to participate this year. Um, He is now entering the 2020 NFL Draft. Uh, Special talent. Um, Again, with a really, really difficult decision to make. Obviously, college life is fantastic. Anybody who went can attest to. Um, but the risk, uh, obviously a big risk for, you know, a young player to, uh, take this year. And as we had mentioned yesterday, we're not really sure who's really looking out for all these college football players this year. So a rising talent, very talented player in Rashad Bateman, uh, choosing to end his career at the University of Minnesota and pursue his NFL dreams. All the best to Mr. Rashad Bateman, uh, and seeing him maybe next year in Cleveland Browns Brown would be the worst thing ever. Uh, some things from the league here. Now, we actually have a date. Um, final opt-out date for NFL, NFL, NFL player um, has to be notified to the league um, by Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's it. That's your cutoff date here. Um, new, di- new diagnosis has a high-risk condition. Um, and I'm, so, I'm sorry. Here's two ways a player can opt out of the 2020 season after Thursday's deadline at 4 p.m. The new diagnosis has a high-risk condition. Um, say suffer you know a player or two in the building uh you do test positive for for covid if you are somebody who does have a medical condition maybe similar to how drew forbes ended up opting out that is one way you can opt out after thursday at 4 p.m the other would be and this one gets a little grim here uh, a member of a certain player's family dies or is hospitalized or otherwise moves to a medical facility because of covid19 or related condition obviously you know the strength of that language, scary, strong, but certainly uh, would give said player uh, a reason to, or, or the opportunity to opt out of the 2020 season after Thursday's 4 p.m. deadline. Um, some new changes um, as far for 2020 that are now official. Um, a 16-man practice squad. Um, that is quite a large number here, but you know if you've seen the way MLB is doing it uh, and the amount of players they're carrying, You've got to give these teams, you know, ample time to have players ready. So a 16-team practice squad will give you an opportunity here if, God forbid, you know, you have one, two, uh, you know, or, or a certain number of players that are not going to be able to go 
on game day. So that obviously puts you in a difficult situation. Each Tuesday, and that was usually the practice squad plucking day where you were able to go, you know, take somebody off somebody else's roster. Um, each team is now to protect up, protect four practice squad members each Thursday. And it's not the situation of, you know, in years past where, you know, I would go try to poach so-and-so off your practice squad. And that team then had the opportunity to put him on, you know, the 53-man roster to avoid the poaching. Now it's you can't even contact said player. He's ours. This is my four on my protected list. This may work, would be my guess. Maybe this is probably something that everybody's going to do with maybe a third quarterback. So you have somebody who knows your system, is familiar with your system, but you don't necessarily have to put them on the 53-man roster. So God forbid something happens with one of your quarterbacks, you have a quarterback ready to go that you can bring up off the practice squad. You don't have to use him on the 53, but you have the ability to bring him up, and this will bring us to this one here. Um, You are allowed now with practice squad guys to bring them up 90 minutes, um, 90 minutes before a game. So, you know, God forbid something happened on Saturday or something happened early Sunday when you brought, you know, everybody went into the facility to get tested. You would could then bring up somebody, as if it's a 1 o'clock game, as long as you have notified the league and everything is in order, before 11.30, you can bring up a practice squad player right away. So kind of it's very similar to, you know, a taxi squad. So this is something I think a lot of NFL teams will use as far as their QB3. Because God forbid something happens to your quarterback one, you can protect said QB3 for the entire season on your practice squad. And you have the opportunity on game day to bring him up if needed. It doesn't have to be done earlier than that. You can still get it done on game day. So I, I think that's something that most NFL teams will do as far as a quarterback three. It gives you a way to have a third quarterback that is fully part of everything that goes on with your building, but not necessarily on your 53-man roster. Um, as far as the Browns with their moves yesterday, um, Jamie Gillian is now back off the COVID list. Veteran quarterback Garrett Gilbert now goes on the COVID list. Um, to the pup list is safety Carl Joseph with a foot. Um, first, we're kind of hearing about this, but guys, anybody who knows about Carl Joseph, this has kind of been the MO for Carl Joseph and his time in the NFL. Um, always a little bit dinged up. Um, so, you know, that's that. Um, I had spoken where I was really looking and hopefully an opportunity for running back Brian Herring to get an opportunity this summer. Brian Herring was waived yesterday. Um, so, you know, maybe Dontrell Hilliard a little safer than we all thought. Um, Brown's roster currently sits at 79, but you do have some prominent names. So whether or not the Browns are going to make a move, maybe, but you do have some you know names in Dontrell Hilliard, who's not on the 80 yet because he is still on the COVID list. On the pup list, you have Carl Joseph, you have David Njoku. So this 79 of their roster might now, 79 on the roster might just be with the anticipation of any one of those three guys being ready to go you know, within the next day or so. So maybe there's not really a reason to bring in a body here right now for a guy that maybe you're just ultimately going to move on from. Brian Winters, as I had mentioned, um, he, yesterday, he had ended up signing with the Buffalo Bills. Um, Bills actually had a starting opportunity for him. Uh, you know, Browns most likely did not. So Brian Winters off to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, a couple of defensive tackles that had been, you know, on the market here in the last couple of days. P.J. Hall traded to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and Dylan Mack, uh, obviously the former Baltimore Raven is now with the Detroit Lions. That is your draft news of the day, NFL news of the day, Cleveland Browns news of the day. We'll get to defensive tackles in the last quarter of the 2020 NFL schedule here in just a bit on your Tuesday edition of Locked on Browns.
Chain stores have different prices. Uh, price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for anybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear similar to what the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com now, yesterday, obviously, we had discussed the defensive end position and the wealth of riches there. Um, anybody who has been following this show since I've been host in September of 2017, uh, defensive line depth, it's it, it's like gold. And it has not been something that the Browns have had since I have been <laughs> covering this show in September of 2017, about to roll up onto three years here. This was a huge part of of what Andrew Berry and his staff did this year. Obviously, you have the holdovers in Larry Ogunjobi um, entering the final year of his rookie deal. You have Sheldon Richardson in year two here in Cleveland. Uh, Sheldon really picked up his play last year when the injuries to Olivier Vernon, when the suspension of Miles Garrett, these things started to mount, and Sheldon Richardson just really, really stepped up his play Totally changed man from his early days with the New York Jets, uh, you know, where sometimes the off-field and just being young and kind of foolish got the best of him. Uh, he's really, really grown up in his years, whether it was with the Seattle Seahawks after he was traded from the Jets and Minnesota Vikings, and early on in his infancy here with the Cleveland Browns. Um, I go back to Denzel Ward's interception return for a touchdown last year. There was Sheldon Richardson 70 yards down the field trying to throw that final block to get Ward to the end zone. Really, really has grown as a player as a man, the maturation of Sheldon Richardson as a man, really, really respected. And uh, I'll continue to harp on this. Sheldon Richardson has the ability to play inside and outside. And again, there was times where he played in a 3-4 for the New York Jets as a stand-up edge. Really, really solid player in Sheldon Richardson. One of the better moves that John Dorsey did do while he was here with the Cleveland Browns. Larry Ogunjobi, um, continue just to absolutely be a physical freak. The workouts, everybody sees him, just has himself in top peak physical condition not as heavy as maybe is you would like you know maybe that's where the move of an Andrew Billings came in but Larry Ogunjobi looks the part looks primed I mean this might be one where you know you're looking for more quickness and you can get more plays in the backfield but maybe the question you're going to have is is there enough junk in the trunk so to speak for Larry Ogunjobi you know to hang on to double teams to sustain double teams, those types of those things. Um, but, you know, athletic, strong Larry just continues to be a work in progress as far as his body. And we'll see what 2020 brings as far as what his future could be here with the Cleveland Browns going further. I had mentioned Andrew Billings. Um, you know, Andrew Billings obviously just finishing his rookie deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know, former player down at Baylor, athletic freak, strong. Um, he's had injuries. Um, you know, he's had some lower, you know, lower extremity injuries. Um, strong 
quick, you know, special talent, Andrew Billings. He brings everything as far as an athletic front that you are looking for. Um, maybe just looking to put it all together here, but he will certainly be part of, you know, run stoppage packages. You know, the biggest defensive tackle they got, by far the strongest defensive tackle they got with, you know, the addition, uh, you know, with the addition of Jordan Elliott, with, you know, Larry Ogunjobi trending into more athletic defensive tackle than maybe, you know, holder and you know, absorber of blocks, so to speak. This is a role that Andrew Billings can fill here. I think Andrew Billings might end up, you know, in the top two of, you know, uh, reps taken at the defensive tackle position if Larry's athleticism doesn't translate to big playmaking ability. Andrew Billings, uh, opportunity here for a lot, a lot of snaps in 2020. And we'll see what that leaves as, of course, Andrew is only with Cleveland on a one-year deal. Jordan Elliott um, drafted, uh, obviously, out of the University of Missouri. Um, I would say he's a cross between Sheldon Richardson and Larry Ogunjobi. Um, Jordan Elliott, he had a good career of doing both. He was able to get in the backfield in the running game. Mike plays within the running game. Was able to rush the passer here a little bit. Look, every one of these defensive tackles is probably going to get an opportunity here to hit some quarterbacks. With the attention that's going to be on the outside, whether it's Miles, whether it's Olivier Vernon, whether it's Adrian Claiborne, the opportunity and what's going to be used as far as pass blocking to you know take care of what's on the outside. There's going to be opportunity here for some easy one-on-ones for any one of these defensive tackles here, and obviously an opportunity for a lot of parties in the backfield for this defensive line unit going forward. Jordan Elliott, this is going to be a spot where he's not a lot of pressure here. Um, his reps will increase as far as he allows them to with the success he has on the field. Um, you're already three deep. You know, Jordan would be the fourth here. Not a lot of pressure on him. Go in, make plays, and Jordan Elliott maybe with the opportunity to stabilize a starting position for himself on this defensive line in 2021. Uh, the reserves, Eli Anku, uh, obviously here last year, didn't do a whole bunch but, you know, similar to Billings and that big guy, run stuffer, um, you know, able to absorb blocks. And, uh, you know, obviously other defensive tackle is uh, Jeff Watley. Um, now, obviously Watley, you know, not, not too much known about him, but you're six deep going into camp at the defensive tackle position. We've spoken on this before. It's either going to be, you're looking at nine defensive linemen. The question is it going to be, is it going to be five on the edge? Is it going to be five on the inside? You could have Sheldon Richardson, who could do a little bit of both as far as inside-outside. So maybe that's how you end up with five defensive tackles. Do you maybe want to go to, um, you know, uh, take Thomas and put him back on the inside in pass rushing um, situations where he had some success at the University of Miami, Chad Thomas did? So could he be the fifth at D-end and then you could maybe use Chad? So it's going to be interesting, but I do think there'll be nine kept. The question is how they are going to go view it between once you get to that ninth spot. I think your first eight are pretty much set in stone, in my opinion, on the defensive line. But the defensive tackle group, for the first time since I have been host of the show, vastly, vastly deep, um, all bring similar skill sets, all talented, a uh, lot of athleticism in the room with Elliott, with Larry Ogunjobi. Um, Sheldon Richardson was a really, really solid athlete coming out of Missouri. And Andrew Billings, for his size, surprisingly good athlete as well. Uh, so there is your D-tackle situation heading into training camp for 2020. We're going to flip it over to the last quarter of the NFL season here, uh, You know, covering what the Browns have on the 2020 schedule. Uh, if you are not subscribed uh, to Lockdown Browns on Spotify or iTunes, there is time to get it done right now. Smash the subscribe button. 
go ahead and drop a five-star rating. Help your guy out, please, and thank you. Written reviews, chef's kiss are perfect, perfect. And again, if you can take care of that for me, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So now looking at this final part, uh, final quarter of you know the Browns 2020 regular season, um, you get to game 13 of the season, and this would be the second matchup with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and for the second year in a row, Browns will travel to Baltimore first early in the season. Late in the season, season the Ravens will travel to Cleveland. We've spoken on the Ravens. Um, you know, look, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, obviously the reigning MVP. Um, you've added a couple more weapons at wide receiver. You brought in a running back in J.K. Dobbins, where there's not much expected. And for me, he was my number one running back in the 2020 NFL Draft. Um, you're going to be able to just ease him into this situation. Again, on the defensive side of the ball, whether it was Calais Campbell, whether it was the drafting of Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison, uh, you've made some upgrades there. Their secondary is just ridiculously good. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Earl Thomas, if maybe Earl has a little bit still left in the well, uh, ridiculously good secondary there. Um, the young linebackers, obviously, you're going to hope for some pr progression there as well. Um, you obviously have a big hole to fill on the offensive line at right guard. Uh, understandable. You moved on from Hayden Hurst, but maybe the Ravens just had too many tight ends as it was anyway. Um, so, you know, look, you want to win. The Browns want to win the AFC North in 2020. Um, at worst, you got to split with the Baltimore Ravens, but most likely you are going to have to go 2-0 against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, week 15. And now this one, this one kind of where it hurts a little bit. Uh, successive weeks, successive weeks, Browns would be coming to MetLife. As everybody knows, I am a Jersey guy here. So the opportunity to get, you know, two Browns games in, which, you know, doesn't require much travel for me, 45 minutes. But MetLife is shut down for the season. There will not be any fans in attendance for any Jets or Giants home games. So Giants, um, week 15. Daniel Jones, they're going to have to see if Daniel Jones can cut down on the turnovers. Um, you know, some changes on the offensive line. Obviously, Andrew Thomas drafted. Nate Solder has opted out for the 2020 season. Um, we had touched on this. Nate Solder, um, you know, been a cancer survivor himself, has a, a child with cancer. It's it's a slam dunk, no-brander decision for a player like Nate Solder. Nate Solder to put his family above the game here. It just makes all the sense in the world. Could it lead to two starting tackles with Matt Pert? And obviously, me and the guys, a lot of us, we've spoken on Matt Pert out of UConn and the type of athletic player he is and maybe with some fine-tuning turns out to be a hell of a right tackle you know going down the line in today's NFL could be starting bookend tackles for the New York Giants Saquon Barkley ridiculously fantastic player uh, wide receiving core and Shepard and Slayton some nice players there Evan Ingram not a bad player whatsoever uh, defensive side of the ball old buddy Jabril Peppers um, still lacking a little bit as far as pass rushers are the Giants. Uh, threw a lot at the linebacking position. Um, we'll see if that actually pans out for them this year. Um, looks like cornerback DeAndre Baker is uh, maybe going to miss the entire season uh, due to his off-field, and who knows. I mean, you know, from everything you look at, I mean, the charges is pretty steep. Could in, certainly involve possible you know, prison time. Uh, so there's the Giants. Uh, you know, you'll see where they're at. Seeing them later in the season probably creates a, um, a better... Um, opportunity, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, then you look at uh, the New York Jets. Uh, the New York Jets are on the calendar for 
Week 16, you know, travel again to MetLife quarterback Sam Darnold. But as we touched on yesterday, the Jets may be the most confusing team in the NFL this year. Um, after making some moves in free agency, and they did not go top top shelf, um, drafting Mackay Becton, which certainly was a solid draft pick. Obviously, you know, he, we covered him a ton uh, here. You know, as far as Cleveland Browns are concerned, as far as you know, what type of player he was, and whether or not he um, you know, would have been a fit for the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, they went with Jedrick Wills. Um, but you look at it, they traded away Jamal Adams, you know, a week ago Saturday. Um, then this weekend comes along and C.J. Mosley opts out for the 2020 season. Then on Sunday, they release uh, veteran guard Brian Winters. So you know, what exactly is going on with the New York Jets? I'm not really sure, um, but it's certainly, it's not good. Um, and you have a new, you have a general manager in place now. Uh, I think nobody believes that Adam Gase is the answer as head coach. So, you know, with two first-round picks in 21, two first-round picks in 2022, this might be an opportunity here for Joe Douglas to make or break Adam Gase, and then if not, go big game hunting at the uh, quarterback position. Steelers, Week 17, at home. Um, You're going to have to believe that there's going to be a lot riding on this one somehow, some way, whether it's the opportunity to win the division for the Browns or to maybe get a wild card. And remember, one more team Per conference this year, it, it, you know, as far as wild cards, seven teams will make the playoffs each division here. Um, Got to think a lot to be on the line here. And, you know, whether or not it's, you know, Pittsburgh and Cleveland fighting for a playoff spot or, you know, either one trying to knock the other one out. Certainly, these are all possibilities. You know, what happens with Ben Roethlisberger? Does he return to form? Um, you know, the wide receiving core, do these younger guys step up? You know, after a lost year last year from Juju Smith-Schuster, does he round back to form? Uh, the running game, uh, does John Connor shake off the injury struggles that he had last year and become the player he had been in the last couple of seasons? Um, Betty Snell, Anthony McFarland, young, solid players behind him at the running back position. Devin Bush, a star on defense as far as an inside linebacker headed to a second, second year that should just be full of, you know, which is a lot of accolades, fantastic player, great athleticism, great anticipation, just a smart, smart, smart player. Uh, then you look at the, you know, pass rushers, obviously Bud Dupree, uh, you know, TJ Watt, who's probably on his way to becoming, if not the highest, one of the highest paid defensive players in the game. That's where TJ Watt's contract is headed. Um, you know, third round pick, Alex Highsmith, does he do enough to show that he can be the heir apparent? to Bud Dupree as far as, you know, filling in that spot. I don't think there's a way the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be able to pay both. Uh, then you get to the secondary. Secondary, Minka Fitzpatrick came in here and just put huge, huge and solidified this group. And they just became vastly, vastly improved once Minka Fitzpatrick got to Pittsburgh. Uh, so, you know, Pittsburgh all around. It, they should be a lot tougher than they were last year. Whole question for me, and it still will remain, is what can Ben Roethlisberger bring at this point in his career after coming off a severe enjo- elbow injury that canceled, you know, that ran, uh, ruined and wrecked early his 2019 NFL season. We got two draft notes. We got two NFL notes. We got two year Browns notes of the day. Previewed the defensive tackle position as well. We went over this last quarter of the Browns 2020 schedule. So just another jam-packed here, locked on Browns. I got some questions last night about Pete Smith. Nothing's changed, guys. Pete, Pete and I are tight. Um, you know, Pete and his and everybody works with a at Streetsboro High School. You know, they're doing everything they can to try and get these kids ready for a season if they have it, whether it's delayed, who knows? It's just their schedule is a little different right now. I have a lot more flexibility early in the day. Pete's obviously at the high school during the day. We'll still get Pete on here a ton, and I still have every attention of doing the pregame shows and the postgame shows with Pete. Uh, you know, for the 2020 season. So, you know, Pete's not going anywhere. Don't worry about that. 
just need a little more flexibility with my kids sleeping in because they really ain't got nothing to do right now. I'm able to get most of my work done here in the morning. Plus, as we're doing all this, my wife's in the other room um, teaching virtual summer school. So no issues with me, and Pete. It's just a problem. Uh, it's just a little schedule conflict right now. Gives both of us a chance to maybe uh, you know charge our batteries, so to speak. Um, and obviously Pete putting in every effort along with everybody else who works with the Streetsboro to trying to get his kids to hopefully have a season and keep everybody safe and be ready to go in that aspect. Make sure, again, that you're following at Lockdown Browns on Twitter. DMs are open. Follow back account. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. DMs are open over there as well. Um, any questions you have, thought, input. And again, subscribe, Spotify, iTunes. Take care of that for me. Five-star ratings, written reviews are all the rage, kids. Everybody's doing it. Get on it. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.